Hello there, I'm Janine Hill, health practitioner, healer and spiritual seeker. Welcome to my podcasts which are designed to educate, empower and inspire, covering all manner of things that are heartfelt, soulful and current. Today I've got the pleasure of chatting with a dear friend, Chris, who is an astrologer based in the UK and he's going to be sharing with us info on how upcoming planetary placements for 2021 are going to impact us both personally and globally whilst offering us tips on how to best manage at this time especially given that times are unprecedented welcome to you chris hello nice to be here how are you i'm great good. thanks for joining us how are you Good, good. Awesome. So, Chris, last year we had you through Northwest Bowen uh, come and chat with a group of clients about what was going to be happening for 2020, which everyone that attended found that incredibly helpful. And I still get feedback um, with the people that came along saying, wow, that was really spot on. It really helped guide us and navigate us. So I'm really grateful to have you back today so that you can give us 2021 info that can uh, guide us and inspire us and keep us on track. Now, likely the mix of audience that is going to be listening to this podcast, there's going to be a mix of people that know about astrology, that have had astrology charts done by myself and other astrologers, uh, people that are not really familiar with astrology, but they want to learn more. So um, some of the questions I'll be asking will be for the, the, uh, the diverse range of people listening. Great. Great. So over to you. So... I mean, last year when we had that chat, it was about a year ago now. It was on January yeah. 8th, I think it was. And the main point of that talk was to talk about the conjunction that was happening on the 12th, so a few days later. But what we kind of did during that talk is we, because that theme that happened on January the 12th, it kind of ran throughout the whole year. Mm. And we were discussing the archetypes. You know, I brought up the Saturn and Pluto um, archetypes and um, we talked about Capricorn because obviously Capricorn was the big thing and all mm. those planets happening. So, I mean, the thing about ast astrology for the last year or so is that it's, it's been very literal. So normally when we talk in astrology, we're talking archetypes and symbols, but <laughs> it's actually been quite accurate to talk about astrology and what, what we actually talk about really has been happening like i'm going to pull up my screen here and just to show you mm. but way back when sure. we were talking about um you know this is the talk that we did and you can see here that i was typing up notes after the talk for your listeners um you know it started this document on january 9th so this is before anything had happened you know i had we were talking about saturn and pluto and you can see here what I was referring to. We, I was discussing limitations, complications, restrictions were way before we knew what was mm, going. I'm not. I, I'm not actually. I'm not actually getting anything on the screen. So here we go. Ah, oh, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> A little bit. So 
yeah, so, that's all right. So basically, this is what these two planets were, were what I was emphasizing way back when. Um, and you can see down here, I was, you know, in my little, you know, trying to put these all together, kind of, you know, in my Capricorn way, I <laughs> graphed it, um, you know, talking about Great. mistakes here, limit, spell limitations wrong, but you can kind of see where I was going, you know, and it, it was a case of, you know, because both these planets were in Capricorn, the work sign, all these limits, restrictions, boundaries, transformations, you know, that had to do with things like work, that had to do with things like not taking responsibility. So it's just been really interesting to see how that actually manifested before we even knew what was coming. And that was... Absolutely. And that was the theme for the year, and it still is to, to an extent, because we still have some of those influences happening. Anyways... Um, we okay. need to discuss this just, year. Just before we oh, just, yeah, just go for it. yeah, just before we go on, just for those that don't have a background in astrology, can you just briefly explain um, when you talk about Saturn and Pluto? Because people will be like, "Well, how does that relate to me? I'm a Virgo, <laughs> right?" So yeah. it's if a little spiel on yeah. on you know what that all means and how that can impact everyone, I think that'd be really helpful for the listeners. Yeah, definitely. So every person has got a birth chart, but also what's happening now, like as we go on, there are things that are happening in the heavens that are also affecting us, you know, and that'll affect people in different ways depending on your birth chart. But the things that I talk about here are things that are happening on a worldwide level which is what we're going to talk about okay. this year as well. So that's kind of been the, the right. So that's kind of what I talk about with that. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. So basically we're talking about the effects, the things that are happening in the heavens that are affecting everybody. So I, I think the thing that comes to mind when um, we're chatting and I'm thinking about the listeners and I, I'm pretty sure the first thing they're going to be thinking about is, is 2021 going to be better than 2020? The short answer, I think, is yes. You've got oh, And everyone's going, oh, thank God for that. You know it yourself. You know what Saturn is like. Saturn was empowered. Saturn was yeah. in Capricorn. You know, Pluto was in Capricorn. Yeah. You know, we had a lot of these Capricorn themes which are very which is very heavy you know we're, we're kind of moving away from the heavy capricorn to a lighter to a lighter kind of feel for this year there's obviously still and what's that happen so yeah so let's run through it yeah so i've put together my little calendar of the year so awesome. i've kind of gone through every month just to see what's going on and i've kind of highlighted the main themes but to me, basically, it's, you know, it's going to be a very Aquarian year. Okay, so, what does that mean? So we're switching from Capricorn into Aquarian type theme. So Aquarius, I mean, you, you and me, we always often talk about Aquarius and what it means to be Aquarius. For, for me, the yes. main thing with Aquarius is um, it's a very future thinking sign. It's a very progressive sign. Mm. It's, it's an air sign as well. So it's going to be very, it's going to be more rational. It's going to be more decentralized. So okay, more of the mind, more of the mind, 
less centered, more kind of a network is happening. That's, I mean, the internet is very Aquarian. You know, it's, it's, it's an Aquarian invention, so to speak, as mm. you know, science and tech is. Um, but to me, the, the main things for me that I think of are the archetype of the scientist and the archetype of the activist slash hippie. And that's kind mm. of what we're starting to see. It's, it's, it's a rebellious sign, you know, Aquarius. It, we're mm. going to see those things happening. I, I understand also that it's the sign of the humanitarian and that yeah. uh, I always liken it to everyone is special and no one is special, that everyone has their uh, unique place on the planet and everyone equally contributes regardless of how that contribution um, occurs. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, because, because Aquarius is a very decentralised sign, it doesn't like classes. It doesn't like there to be hierarchy of people he wants everyone to be on the same level and that's mm. where the humanitarianism comes in you know mm. a lot of Aquarians tend to be social workers for that for that very reason they want to they want to do well for their for for mankind for you know they want a brotherhood so to speak mm. and we're seeing we are seeing that uh in bits already globally aren't we i mean yeah. we're definitely seeing the unrest we're definitely seeing the rebellion uh, in certain countries on certain key issues. Um, but we're also seeing this banding together and this protesting and we're all in this together. We're all equal. How can we make the changes that are going to benefit the world? Yeah, I think there's a bit of an itch that's happening. And the itch is that mm. things haven't been right. And mm -mm. Aquarius wants, it wants change. Um, you know, and the 60s had a lot of Aquarian themes happening through it. Um, uh -huh. You know, uh, Saturn was in Aquarius back then as well. Um, and Saturn shifted into Aquarius on December. So December the 21st of last year, that shift mm. happened. Yes. Um, and there was a bit of a shift between April and June. And that's when the Black Lives Matter movement took off as well. So we kind of had a break from Capricorn in the middle of last year. And we had a few protests, Black Lives Matters, and a few other protests that happened in the US as well. So we kind of got a taste in the last year, but now we're kind of, we're all in now. <laughs> There's no looking back. Okay. We're, we're kind of going for it. Okay. So, so what's that meaning moving forward? The planet. We, we're going to see a lot more kind of unrest. We're going to see a lot more, you know, um, rebellion. You know, in the, in the 1920s of last century, you know, we had a roaring 20s. I think this is going to be a rebellious 20s, so to speak. Okay. So I think we're going to get so more. So for, for, those, for those listeners, um, some may be feeling are anxious about the thought of unrest particularly if they've got little children you know and there's always that that concern about are my kids going to be safe is the planet going to be safe what what does that actually mean in terms of unrest i know it's something that can't necessarily be quantifiable but um just to create some ease or some understanding for the listeners yeah i mean i don't think it's going to be you know the, the themes that played out last year were we're very we're very large. I think 
Aquarius is a bit more kind of light about things. So any unrest that happens, I think is going to be more of a protest. It's more of a protest movement rather okay. than civil unrest, so to speak. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the other, the other thing that's happening is as opposed to last year, I'm using last year as a comparison because it's just convenient. Yeah, last for year, sure. Last year we had Absolutely. a lot of cardinal influence. You know, this year there's going what to be a lot mean? cardinal. So, um, so signs like Aries, Cancer, Libra, uh, and Capricorn, they're the cardinal signs, and they're to do with change. So they're very much signs that are associated with initiating things, getting things going, um, moving things along. Um, whereas now we're moving into fixed signs um, and fixed signs tend to be more, um, you know, stabilizers and routine based. Um, and the reason why I brought that up is because people who are fixed signs, such as Taurus, Leo, Scorpio and Aquarius, they may have more of an emphasis this year, um, especially um, if you know your degrees, which most people probably won't, and you know what transits are going to be in certain degrees, they will kind of impact you a lot more. Um, but basically, fit signs in general, they're probably going to have a harder time. I mean, if you look at it logically, right, you know, you said the last year was all about the cardinal signs being at the forefront. Well, my understanding of the cardinal signs is they're the signs of initiation of change, right? Each of them in their different way, but that's that's the, the basis of them. And it, it makes sense, doesn't it, if you think it about, I think about it in a common sense logical way, that it is, you know, the next, after change is initiated, you need the stabilizers, you need the fixed signs, you need yeah. those energies to ground the change onto the planet and so that things can move ahead. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. Um, mm. Fixed signs, though, tend to, they, they kind of hold out that energy as well. So we'll probably see more of a holding out of some certain energies, but we'll get into that afterwards. Um, okay. But, so, yeah, the, the main things I wanted to talk about with you, because I mean, this, this is, you know, every, every month there's something happening, but for me, I highlighted yeah. certain dates and certain things that would be happening. Um, Great. So, so that, so what you're saying is kind of like the most, notable and obvious for um, our listeners to just have in the back of their mind that oh this is happening January 17th this is th these are the energies coming in February 17th so they can work with them rather than not understand them and, and feel at the effect of them as much yeah 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 exactly so they can understand what's happening um, so these dates are happening but there are there are certain things that I kind of want to focus on more than others uh, for example once focus great on February, you know, and the assembly of Aquarius there um, and Jupiter and Pisces. Okay. So, yeah. Perfect. Okay, so what's happening in February for us then? So in February, we're having about, we're having five or six planets that are going to be in Aquarius. So we're going to have the Sun, Mercury, Venus, Saturn and Jupiter in <laughs> Aquarius. A lot of Aquarius energy. It is. And then on February 10, the moon will join for a bit as well. So we're going to have six <laughs> wow. buddies in Aquarius. And we had the same thing last year in March in Capricorn. 
and that's when everything got locked yes. down in terms of Capricorn theme. So I'm wondering if Aquarius themes are really going to be heightened this year. I mean, when you've got planets like, I'm just going to put this here, when you've got mm. planets like, um, you know, Saturn and Jupiter in the mix, they're more, they're more heavier. They're going to have more of an influence, you know, on, on things. Mm. So, so when Saturn switches into Aquarius, you know, you're going to have more of a, you know, authority rebels. You know, it's, it's, the Saturn is a very authoritarian sign, you know, and when you place it in the sign oh, yeah. level, which is also, you know, Aquarius likes, Saturn likes being Aquarius. It's, it's one of its natural places. Um, but the, it likes it really. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the old ruler of Aquarius was Saturn. Mm. before Uranus so it's um, even though it is domicile it is you know a you know, natural home for it so to speak it's it's still going to shake shake things up in terms of shaking up the authority um, but really these Aquarian themes if you think about them broadly if you think about um the kind of unrest that's a really big thing to to focus on and it's unrest in terms of people are just agitated it's not like the agitation is external to you i'm sure everybody has felt a sense of agitation i mean that's you know that that's a bit of an understatement everybody's got a sense of agitation about something about the way things are yes. run the world politics yes. that type of thing and aquarius is very much that sign of you know, in the 60s, it was very much anti-Vietnam War, you know, mm. flower power, you know, the, the kind mm, of love. Free love and, free yeah. Love. So it's kind of going to be a rebellion against the norms, you know, and especially in, you know, the 50s were very Capricornian in a sense, very conservative, very kind of, you know, stringent, you know, th those types of themes. And then Aquarius came along in the 60s and just kind of said, no, let's rethink things. And, you know, as well in... You know, the French Revolution and the American Revolution, there was a lot of Aquarian themes happening around men as well, heavy ones. So, yeah, w those themes will um, hopefully start showing themselves. I mean, they already have, but they'll show themselves in a way that's quite positive as well. It doesn't need to sound so, um, doesn't need to come across so negative. Um, there's a lot of, you know, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm say, there's a lot of opportunity for Aquarius um, here, you know, like the things moving to the online world, you know, Aquarius is very online. Uh, Aquarius is very decentralized. You know, it's about moving away from, um, you know, one place to get something. And the way I kind of view this is during the pandemic, the, you know, people started to realize, hey, our supply chains and our logistics they're very yeah. vulnerable, you know, and I'm starting yeah. to think for me personally with you know, the way things are going to be distributed in the future, does there need to be a bit of a decentralization that that will happen? You know, does, does, the, does work need to be more decentralized? You know, we can't all be going in and cramming into a workplace. It doesn't need to be spread out a bit more. But anyway, so that's kind of my opinion on that. And it's interesting you saying that, Chris, because you mentioned earlier as well that Saturn moved into Aquarius um, around the, the March, 
April time last year. And yeah. uh, I can recall n not just globally, even personally, this real sense of um, I need to I need to redirect, I need to pivot, I need to uh, have my my work and my message over the airwaves have more yeah. there'll be more accessibility to that because humanity is going through great time of change and upheaval and supports required in in that way so I would say that people who are listening to this would be able to you know um, agree with that and I think it's also really reassuring for the listeners that yes we are going to have this unrest um, you know and there is going to be change happening but it is change that is truly needed for us to move forward not just as individuals but as communities and as um, citizens of the planet yeah. these these changes need to happen you know and and particularly even environmentally politically on the on the grand stage we and and you we're seeing that we are already witnessing this i mean you just have to watch five minutes of bbc news or cnn or and and you you know people are very restless people are wanting change i don't necessarily know that they know exactly what end result they want but they are craving this change yeah yeah yeah, and I agree as well. And I think, you know, I don't think then, I mean, pe people have an idea of what they want, but nothing's, mm. there's nothing wrong with waiting for the masses to decide what they want rather than deciding from now. You know, having more of a democratic process of what the change should look like, so to speak. Um, I think that's an important mm. point where... Yeah, people mm. I remember uh, listening to Pam Gregory, um, you, you you know Pam, the UK um, astrologer, and I remember her talking about, you know, it, it really is about bringing the hierarchy from a, a vertical position to a horizontal, that there is yeah. no hierarchy, in fact, that it is, like I was saying earlier, you know, everyone is equal. Um, and no one's above anyone and no one's below anybody. There's, there's equality. And that's from what you're saying. This is the energy that is needing to be brought forward. And given what you're talking about, you know, the five to six planets in Aquarius um, in February is going to, from what you're, you're sharing with us, is really going to um, be the catalyst for that to, to start kicking in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can already see it happening like, during the French Revolution and even the American Revolution, American Revolution was about what? Rebelling against the English nobility and the, and the monarchy. Mm. So was mm. the French. The French Revolution was the, the masses rebelling against the aristocracy. People didn't like yes. the elites and their masters. You know, they wanted to rebel against mm. them. And you can kind of see that happening. I dare say that celebrity has become a bit corny in a sense. Um, and okay. Definitely billionaires are becoming a bit on the nose, a little bit. You know, they're, they're taking up all these resources, people, there's massive inequality. Those kind of tremors are happening, I think, personally. Yes, yes, yes. You know, why should a minority run the majority? 
Yes, exactly. Again, there's that getting rid of that hierarchy or reducing it. So, so I notice in the um, major aspects happenings, you've listed on February the 17th, you, you talk about Aquarius is squaring Uranus and Taurus. Now, um, what, what does that mean? And what, what, is, what is Uranus about? Um, and, and how's that in practical terms going to impact us? Yeah, so let's, I've got my little notes here. <laughs> I trust the notes. If we go down awesome. to Aquarius. Perfect. I've got Uranus as eccentricity, originality, unconventionalism, intuition. To me, Uranus is a very, you don't know what you're going to get type of planet. You know, it is a very okay. eccentric. Yeah. It's kind of like electricity. You know, I, you don't know which mm. direction it's going to go in. No one knows, you know, when it strikes and how it's going to strike. And Uranus is a bit like that. It's that bolt of inspiration. It's that bolt of creativity. You know, it is again like, a very, lightning. like lightning. It's a very Aquarian planet as well. So we're going to get double themes happening. Mm. So, you know, to me, Uranus is very much about new structures. People say Uranus is about, you know, unpredictability, and it is, and that like really rapid, unusual change. But to me, when when you move from Saturn to Uranus, as it is in the sky and the order of planets, Saturn is about the old mm -hmm. order, and then Uranus is about the new order. So we can't. It's to mm -hmm. me, it's okay. like let's shift into the new order of things. So even though there's going to be unrest, there's going to be a new order that comes out of that unrest and that protest. So to me, when I see this, I mean it's it's very much an unusual combination of things. You've got Saturn and Aquarius. And you've got them yes. antagonizing, so to speak, or you know, in a challenging aspect to Uranus and Taurus. Yes, and, because Taurus is Taurus is a sign that's actually about tradition and, and yeah. um, conventionalism. So it's it's quite a um, contradiction. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be really interesting to see yeah. what happens there as well, um, and. Yeah. Mars, I think, is going to come into the mix in February as well. Mars is going to be in Taurus. Let me just check my notes. Um, I think it already There's is. There's so much going on. Mars is in Taurus mm, from now. Mm. And then it doesn't shift over until Gemini. So Mars is going to be in the mix oh. there as well. But separate to that, when you've got Aquarius versus Taurus things, it's exactly what you said. You've got conventionality versus unconventionality. You've got conservative versus progressive you've got um you know slow um the slow life the you know the very to the earth you know, yeah. you know the earth type type energy in taurus versus aquarius which is very ivory tower at times so yeah. it's very hair and tortoise almost isn't it yeah a little bit yeah yeah no definitely it's very it's yeah, it's very different energies competing against each other. But, I mean, you've got so many planets in Aquarius that Taurus is just, I think it's going to get shattered. And I, and I see that playing out in the protests in America, for example. You've got the conservatives are very much yeah. not happy, you know. And I think things are shifting towards a more progressive state. And I think it's, it's this kind yeah. of, this last roar of, 
hold on, our traditional values still matter, our conventional matter, you know, values still matter type of thing. But Aquarius is just steaming ahead, so to speak. Given that the current theme that's impacting all of our lives, COVID, how how is that going to play out with this, you know, the old order, you know, old order versus the new order unfolding? How how's COVID in that whole mix? How does that play out? Do you know do you know what? I think Aquarius brings in a rethink of things. I think the way things have done in the past have not been optimal. And I think I think of it from the point of view of capitalism. You know, capitalism has, you know, I read this article that says you can thank the you can thank socialism for the vaccine and you can blame capitalism for the distribution. It's actually a, an interesting perspective on that as well. But, Very much so. Um, but I think there will be an easing. Like for this year in general, and that's one of the things I want to talk about, there will be an mm. easing of things, obviously. I mean, we all know that's coming anyway. There's got to be light yeah. in the tunnel. And I think it is very much the case, you know, the energies are getting lighter. Things are getting less heavy. But it's also what I said before about maybe distribution systems need to be rethought as well. You know, mm. can we have the capability to, you know, handle things like this in the future again? You know, I know in America, for example, um, their healthcare is completely failing, and that's you know because they don't mm. have the universal healthcare. And I think the universal healthcare is a bit no, they don't. It's it's a bit of a socialist um, mentality, which is very Aquarius. Mm. You know, Aquarius mm. is all about helping the masses. Mm. So there will be shift yes. shifts towards those types of things, and you can really see them on you know network channels that are very against. Um, you know, universal healthcare are now very much for universal healthcare, and you know, the majority, seventy percent of Americans, want universal healthcare. Not to be too um, centric on America, but they are a good example of 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 what's what's going to happen. I think. I think this is really very encouraging for um, the listeners, Chris, because last year uh, it just seemed like you talked about the strong Capricorn themes and just about, you know, um, old structures being, um, I suppose, the word I, I'm coming up with, there's been a sense of desecration, if you like. And yeah. I almost get this sense when I hear what you're saying. I see, you know, two guys in a boxing ring going round after round after round after round. And to hear, like, we've hit 2021 and, you know, to hear that just, you know, the universal planetary influences that you're talking about are bringing in a, you know, the message for the listeners is, it's, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, there's going to be unrest, but there's always unrest and resistance initially to change before there's acceptance. So yeah. it's, it's this thing of that recognition. And I also see you've got there on May 13th, Jupiter in Pisces. Yes. Um, and I know in my chart, I've got Jupiter in Pisces and I know how that plays out in my life. And that is uh, that I can say to the listeners, you know, hold tight, the light, the light and the upliftment is on the way. Yes, and that's that's exactly why I wanted to put that in there because 
not only is it a major aspect happenings of the year, but it is such a mm. nice uplift as well. It's a bit of an oasis, this Jupiter and Pisces. Mm-hmm. It is such a nice bright spark. Mm. So what happens on May 13th is Jupiter goes into Pisces till about July 30th, and then it goes back into Aquarius until December. Um, and then it, on December okay. 28th, it goes back into Jupiter and Pisces. But that little oasis in May, June, July is such a nice time. So what do we know about Jupiter? So Jupiter is the planet of expansion. Expansion. It's the planet of truth. And, you know, what happens? Reward. Uh, there's reward. There's luck. There's, um, let me go to my notes. There's things like. You know, purpose deepening. Yeah, there's all those types of things as well. But it's also plenty is a good one as well. But for me, the way I like to explain Jupiter is when you when you travel, you expand your horizons. When you travel, you learn more, more truths. Um, you expand your mind. How education, learnings, you know, you know, spirituality. You know, those are all the ways in which you expand yourself. So Jupiter for the last while has been has had so many knocks it's been in capricorn which is its fall doesn't jupiter doesn't like being in capricorn that's my natal placement so my birth chart has jupiter in capricorn as it, opposed it to is yours. too that's right as opposed yeah, to yours which is jupiter in pisces which is exalted jupiter loves being in pisces but basically jupiter's had a rough time and jupiter is a sign of truth so for me that's been i, I remember mentioning this to you before was the truth is taking a hammering. We don't know what's true and what's not. You know, there's so much misinformation yes. happening. And like Absolutely. Jupiter, you just, yes. Jupiter went into Capricorn uh, December 2019. And what a bad time for it to go in there because right when we needed the truth and things to come out, things were well hidden, you know, and it's such a difficult time yeah. for it to be hidden. So... Luckily, Jupiter has come out of there um, as of last December. Um, so we're kind of going to get better truth, so to speak, to come out. But Jupiter is also the sign of travel. And Jupiter has been in its fall in Capricorn. So travel has been restricted as well. So <laughs> what I'm kind of hinting at on May 13th is that maybe there might be an uplift in terms of travel. You know, things might start easing in May. Things might start getting better. I mean, Jupiter's, Jupiter's a bit of a party sign. You know, he wants to have a party. But in Capricorn, he's forced to be quiet. You know, you, we can't have parties. We have to be quiet. We have to conform. And, to, uh, sorry, go and on. Pi- sorry, and Pisces is the artist, is the dancer, is the creator, exactly. is the psychic. Also, can I just add too, for the listeners, um, you know, Chris has been saying that Jupiter is, the, you know, the planet regarding travel, um, even if it means that physical restrictions are not lifted, this is going to augur a vibrational energy where you will be able to travel within metaphysically. And what do I mean by that? You'll be able to explore your creativity more. You'll be There'll be more fluid sense of feeling and less restriction. Yeah, yeah. Because Pisces is a very mystical. Fluid, sign. yeah. Very, very fluid and very mystical. And it's a very internal type mm. of placement. You know, Pisces is the best at escaping 
you know so it's kind of have going to have that feel to it but it's also it's kind of like you know if, if jupiter is a bit of a party party planet so to speak and it's in pisces and pisces how can i say this politely pisces <laughs> likes pisces likes to indulge <laughs> indulge you know in, in, in its in its little addictions you know basically a, a party with jupiter in pisces is basically everybody gets high on mushrooms and has a great time you know, or they meditate. Or they meditate. <laughs> either one. We're not condoning those, but you know, um, it's that imagery that I'm trying to show. And it's based yes. on what you said before. It's this internal journey that you take. It's kind of, yes. it's kind of like a trip. And and that's why I'm saying to the listeners, you know, it, uh, my message is don't get discouraged because even if restrictions haven't lifted, there's going to be, and I'm repeating myself, another energy. And I'm not saying go out and grab mushrooms and get high. There's just going to be another energy with more. You're going to feel you've got options. Whereas when Jupiter's in Capricorn, it's quite um, cool. It's quite stoic. It's quite solid. It's it's all about we've duty and respons responsibility. Got to get the job done. Whereas Pisces is about, you know, that flow, that freedom, that beauty, that connection to, like you are saying, the mystical and the divine, um, yeah. that you can just see there's such different vibratory forces to be yeah. actually dealing with. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit of a spring break. And yeah. the other thing you've got to kind of remember is that Jupiter and Pisces, the energy that comes with that is like an envelopment, you know. Mm. It'll, it'll envelop you. It'll, you know, it'll, it's an energy that wraps around you. Yes. Uh, it's a very interesting one. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So it, it really looks like, though, that the main aspects, um, in a nutshell, that we're dealing with is this Saturn Aquarius um, versus the Uranus in Taurus. That seems yeah. to be quite a, a consistent theme through 2021 so how for the listeners how if we put that into day-to-day -day practical terms what are some strategies or some ways that they can manage through 2021 with those squarings i think to me it's about challenging old routines it's about challenging old ways of doing things and starting to realize perhaps there's a new way to do things. Uh, maybe the old traditional mindsets um, need to be more progressive or maybe even vice versa. Maybe we need um, not only more of a routine, but maybe we need more of a return to traditionalism. Maybe there is too much, you know, internet and we need to come back to the earth. You know, those great are great point. Great yeah. point, Chris. Yeah, those are the types of you know because I'm you know I would err towards you know me as a person I would err towards the the progressive you know I like being future orientated but mm. you know if you if you ignore Taurus too much I mean Taurus is an Earth sign and at its core it's about being close to the Earth it's about managing your wealth correctly you know, making things plentiful, you know, Taurus is about generating things and Aquarius doesn't like possessions. You know, Aquarius, you, sorry, go on. 
No, sorry. I just had this thought. Um, I was having a com a great conversation with my son yesterday, and I I'm seeing now through this talk we were actually we were actually playing not even playing out. We were discussing without realizing this um, Aquarius Taurian square because he was talking about you know um, because he's starting uni in March. He was talking about how you know. Um, how things are changing, how, you know, eventually, you know, mum, it's going to get to a point on the planet where we're not going out, it's all done online and we won't actually be seeing people in the flesh. And and he said that and, and I could sense there was some uh, sadness, obviously, around that, that thought process. And then I heard myself pipe in and say, you know, because as you know, I'm a body worker by... Um, by profession and me saying, but touch is so important for our well-being as as human, you know, as humans, and and without touch, it really impacts our endocrine system. It affects many systems, but our endocrine system, you know, uh, the hormones where we have the serotonin, which is the happy, you know, the happy mood. And then we've got, you know, as males and females, testosterone and estrogen, and then we've got dopamine and oxytocin um, and how touch is so central and, and connection with other humans in the flesh is so central to our, our wellbeing. So yeah. I'm just really fascinated to see that this, you know, like you were saying, I mean, cause Taurus can be an incredibly stubborn sign, but I think, from what you're saying that don't throw you know what's that don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. it's like yeah. with squaring it's looking at the best of both the the progressiveness and also keeping the tradition the traditions and the feet on the earth and the honoring our connection to the earth so we get the best of both yeah yeah exactly so um something we probably forgot to say at the beginning was a square is like a challenging aspect it's, oh yes, good good point. <laughs> it, it, it's a challenging aspect, it, but it forces you to deal with those themes. So the themes yes. that we discussed, it's we're being forced to rethink things. You know, there are other aspects that you can get by without noticing. You know, that hang around the background. This is a this is like it's a force, and it's it's like a wheel. It's to get it going and get it moving and get progression happening you've got to move those spokes in the wheel. And this is what this yes. is. When you do with those two energies, you're kind of getting things going. You're going to a better place by dealing with those issues and working through, in my opinion. Well, it, it's like they talk about, you know, uh, it, it, it takes very tense and um, heavy forces to create diamonds, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and that's what a square, that's what a square does, essentially. Yeah. Um, that resilience. Yes. And let's face it, fixed signs are all about resilience. Yes, they are very much so. They're the most resilient. So we need, so we really need these uh, aspects this year to not only ground the change, keep us steady um, through the change and for that to build resilience because I, I recall last year with all the um, initiation of the cardinal energies, as Chris mentioned, listeners before, you know, your Capricorn, your Libra, your Cancer and your um, uh, Aries, thank you. 
um, you know, they they did this big push and this auger of change, um, but we need those fixed elements to come in and go, okay, we need to anchor this now and to keep yes. moving forward. Um, yeah. So it, it does really, you know, having this chat with you, it, it really does highlight the positive that's coming from a really bloody tough 2020. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, just just going back onto that Aquarius Taurus theme as yes. well. It's, you know, Aquarius, I mean, I'm in lockdown here um, in the UK and yes. Aquarius is a very detached sign. You know, I remember watching a TV show where in the future, you know, everyone is kind of in their own little room at home. You know, we yes. only connect via the internet, um, via, you know, a virtual means. And that is kind of happening. And I'm kind of realizing now, as you were, as you were saying about the Taurus and the touch, that mm. coming back down to the earth, like coming back down to, you know, and I mean little earth as in, you know, a hike or, 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 or the bush or, or yes. rural settings can maybe help with the, I don't know, is it the calming of the Aquariusness of the energy of the virtual you know, just to kind of balance that energy off. Because Aquarian energy can have a mad professor, Tasmanian devil um, uh, archetype to it as well when it's like like a, a spin, like a spinning top, you know, it, it, because it's so, because it's air and, you know, air is a, a, a higher frequency of vibration than earth. I mean, that's a metaphysical fact and a quantum physics fact. So we need that Taurian grounding to go, hey, let's bring all of those great ideas and, and bring all of the, um, the change and let's earth that. It's really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so as well. And those but, two... on the other, but on the other, sorry, but on the other hand, it's also really important that we're not fixed in our conventionality and our tradition that we're not open to change so it's a twofold fact isn't it exactly exactly i don't know what the manifestation is exactly but we mm -hmm. can we can know what the themes will be yes and and the themes that we've discussed are are basically on those dates we will be experiencing those types of clashes so to speak okay. those challenges yeah yeah great okay i think it's really helpful like in the talk you did last year for people to have, even if you don't necessarily have a broad understanding of astrology, just hearing the basics around the themes and how you can manage those and that you can look out externally in the world and go, yes, there's unrest happening, but it is it is changing and it's, and it's crucial for these events to occur. So there is uh, forward movement and I think that just gives everybody a sense of reassurance yeah yeah and relief relief yeah absolutely and a sense of power as well because I remember in the last yes talk, in the last talk I talked about you know what's one of the ways to combat you know this year's ill effects so to speak and one of the one of the things was planning for your work you know your work and your business will need some planning and obviously yes. I don't know how, how that would manifest but there was a sense of truth to that, where we did need a plan for our work as one um, aspect of that. Absol absolutely, absolutely. 
So is there anything else that you would like to add before we um, we finish today? Um, no, I mean, there's, there's loads of, um, there's loads of happenings. Um, I will have this set of notes for your listeners to go through. I'll probably add some notes to these because they're just going to be um, just dates for now, but I might add notes to things that have been interesting, like the Mercury retrograde in Gemini in May as well. Um, you know, what does that involve? So I might, I might have some extra notes for that for the year, but Basically, all in all for this year, I think it's just going to be a bit of a lighter year um, compared to last year. But the, again, there is going to be a, an emphasis on um, on a, a bit of a protest year. I think that's the kind of theme for this year, a bit of a protest. Okay. And this work, and it sounds like also this working through, you know, bringing the change in, but being able to ground while that change is is unfolding. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think that's a really interesting point as well. And also, I think just to highlight as well that you know where we can become really stubborn and dogmatic, and I think we'll actually see that. Um, Aquarius square Taurus playing out on the big stage. I think we are going to see that happening um, on the political stage yeah. and uh, probably um, with the economy and um, just general social issues on the planet. I think I think we, we're going to see that stubbornness <laughs> versus yeah. the progressiveness. Yeah. And um, and that's it's almost like that's got to play out so they can you know, typical Libra here say it's got to play out so there can be an equilibrium yeah yeah with with pluto coming in um switching to aquarius in 2023 the equilibrium may switch over more to one side than the other but yeah it'll be, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how those things play out and if there is an equilibrium that can be achieved hopefully yes yes well it will unfold won't it we'll uh We'll we'll be reviewing. We'll review that in twenty twenty three. Great. So um, so these notes will be made available um, for the listeners. Uh, if uh, any of the listeners want to um, touch base and get in touch, or are interested in finding out more about astrology and getting the birth charts done, or Saturn charts or life purpose charts done, you can contact uh, me at uh, www.northwestbowen.com.au and like to thank Chris very much for your time today, for your um, amazing uh, input and knowledge and for just giving us a message that 2021 is certainly going to continue with change but it's going to be lighter there's going to be um, some really interesting playouts of those those uh, contradictory energies but we've got that beautiful Jupiter and Pisces reprieve um, as you said the oasis which in the UK that'll be uh, summer yeah it'll be summertime for you or coming into summer won't it yes it will be summer and it'll be hopefully glorious how lovely. Great. Thank you so much for your time, Chris. No worries. A pleasure. It's great to be on and great to chat. Awesome. Okay. We'll talk soon. No worries. Bye-bye.
Bye-bye.